welcome to the Business Success Club. I want to say welcome, and you are in for a treat in this group. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And on this podcast, what we really want to establish is this. How do hardworking entrepreneurs build profitable and scalable businesses whilst having the freedom and balance to do the other things they love? like family, vacations, sports, fun, adventures, and charity. So let's tune into today's podcast. Hello and welcome to the Business Success Show with your coach, business coach, Mac Atram. And today I'm joined by our special guest, Daniel Alphon, all the way from Tel Aviv in Israel. The reason why we've asked him to be here is he's an expert in the arena on the particular platform of LinkedIn. Now, if you are not using LinkedIn the right way, guess what? Nobody's gonna find you. Nobody's gonna engage with you. Nobody's gonna contact you. So what what he does very well is this. He helps you, he helps you build your profile on LinkedIn so you can do what you're here to do. What is that? Business, business. His book is titled Build a LinkedIn Profile for business success. And today, Daniel Alphon is on the Business Success Show. So Daniel, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Business Success Show. Max, thank you very much. I'm glad to be part of the Business Success Show at last. At last indeed. Uh, let me say this. Tell us a little bit about your uh, entrepreneurial background, your journey, um, what's led you to helping people with their LinkedIn uh, profile and, and standing out. With pleasure, Mac. Um, I started as an entrepreneur uh, back in, in the mid-90s, but at one point, um, I two years after opening my LinkedIn account, I held my first sales position. And Mac, I was scared. I was scared because for, for the first time, I needed to carry a quota. And the, the first couple of weeks were not that good. And at one point, LinkedIn showed me the name of distributor I needed to reach out to. And because half our time was, was spent trying to identify the right decision maker within the company, from that moment, I could double my sales with no more effort. And I decided to uh, dig deeper into that LinkedIn platform. And it's been a very interesting ride ever since. All because you were able to find the right person, interact with the right person, have a conversation eventually with the right person, and, and okay, fantastic. And what year was that then? Was that the late 90s then um, in regards to LinkedIn? What, what? Um... It was a bit later. I opened my account early in 2004. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And in early 2006, uh, that was the aha moment uh, for me. And then I started using LinkedIn um, more systematically, if you'd like. I'm a system person. And then helping friends and those friends became entrepreneurs themselves. And at one point I decided to specialize. And I'm glad I'm specialized. So now you're, you're spe you specialize purely on LinkedIn um, and helping people really use that the right way. What are some of the big, look, we've got a lot of people actually listening in who are going to be watching this on LinkedIn, by the way. I know it goes on other platforms. It goes on the podcast as well. But um, what are some of the biggest mistakes entrepreneurs who are currently on LinkedIn, what are some of the mistakes they make with their content, with their profile? Excellent. Uh, it's a good question. And I think I would start by pointing out that the business metrics, Mac, that are important for them 
other metrics they need to follow. And what I mean by that is that there are all sorts of LinkedIn metrics, the number of connections of followers you may have, the number of views LinkedIn may show you, your page followers, all sorts of endorsements, SSI, whatever. Right. But at the end of the day, we're here to, to have more orders, more downloads, and more revenues. And in, instead of trying to figure out the LinkedIn uh, algorithm, what we need to do is, is check our business metrics and make sure that our LinkedIn presence and whatever we do on LinkedIn should be reflected and translated into revenues or orders. Because at the end of the day, if we are not able to make that transition, mm. it doesn't count. So instead of asking yourself what's popular, you need to simply ask yourself what's right. And you don't need to know LinkedIn that, that well. You just ask to ask yourself a couple of questions. So, so when you say that, Daniel, when you say know your business metrics, so these metric, uh, these numbers supplied by LinkedIn that you need to understand what, what, where they are, what they are, what are they, what are they telling you? Cool. What I meant was your actual business. When you, when you look at macatron.com, Mac yeah. how do you measure your, your success? Whether more people oh, okay. become uh, clients of the Mindspace Coaching. Yeah. Maybe people who are interested in boot camps and working with you, whatever you decide or, or joining you on a business retreat. Yeah. And, and what I meant by not, not, not needing to know the LinkedIn metrics is that when, when you wake up at 4 a.m., you know what business metrics matter to you, Mac. Sure. That's and right. we, I don't think we need to invent something for LinkedIn. LinkedIn. LinkedIn is here to serve us entrepreneurs and not the other way around. Oh, I, loved, I love that you said that. LinkedIn is there to serve us as entrepreneurs. So we've got to utilize it the right way. Uh, okay. So the, um, so if someone goes to their website, they got their Google an analytics or whatever, uh, format they, they're using to understand the traffic to their site, what's happening, who's converting, who's not converting. Once they have all of that, then how do they, how, how does that, how does LinkedIn or where does LinkedIn come into play with all of that? Excellent. Perhaps two uh, um, topics we could mention is your network and your networking in general or referrals, if you'd like. Yeah. You, you, can, you can gain from a lot of business through exposure and you could also gain a lot of business through word of mouth or referrals. Okay. And based on your own business and your own personality, I would advise you to pick one. If you see yourself as an influencer, if you're a public speaker, then maybe exposure is the right metric for you, the right method to do it. Mm -hmm. Other entrepreneurs could be amazing entrepreneurs, but they could be introverts. Right. And they could also leverage LinkedIn simply in, in a different way. Mm -hmm. they, would, they, they would connect with people they know well. And whenever they run a search and they find someone interesting, like an ideal prospect for them, a decision yeah. maker then they would see the name of the, our mutual connections. And okay. if you know those people well enough, you could leave LinkedIn, reach out to them. And in some cases you could gain a meaningful introduction into your ideal prospect. Outside of LinkedIn, the big secret is, is to know when to leave LinkedIn. LinkedIn has showed you, Mac, the name of the person mm -hmm. and it showed you the name of your mutual connection. But right. instead of just hitting connect, Try to aim for the real world. Will, will you be able to have a call with your prospect thanks to 
the person who knows both of you. That's another way to use LinkedIn very simply. You know, you're, you're right there. You know, the very early years of using LinkedIn myself, um, I think it must have been about 2000 and probably 2004, five or something like that. And, um, and, and that's very much what it was. Someone would message me, say, do you know Daniel Alphon? I can see you're linked, you're, you're connected. And I'll say, yes, I know him. We did some business together. Um, yeah, can you introduce me? And that was going on a lot for many years. I don't see that as much now. Um, what, what is the reason behind that? What's changed? Because very much it was that, but now I'm seeing it more towards the Facebook, towards the pictures, towards this. Um, one of the reasons, Mac, may be that for many people, they have a sort of mixed network. And by mixed network, I mean, there, in my book, there are two ways to, to approach the networking aspect of LinkedIn. Wow. And they're almost mutually exclusive. One is go for exposure and have tens of thousands of followers or connections. Okay. And, and that's a large quantity. And the benefit would be that whenever you share something, then many people will see it. It's very simple. Okay. There's a, another way to do it. And that means you connect with people you know well. It couldn't be tens of thousands. Maybe, maybe it could be even less than a thousand, but you know all of them. Yes. And the greatest benefit would be the ability to gain a meaningful introduction. Now, most people start with quality, shall we say? Yeah. And at one point, they think they need to get exposure, but they never get to the exposure side. They stay somewhere with, with 1,000 or 2,000 connections, which means they don't enjoy a significant enough exposure. Uh -huh. You have 8,000 followers, so when you share something, many people will see it. Right. But if, if I had a quarter of that, then it wouldn't be that many. Right. And, and on the other hand, they have polluted the quality of their network. So whenever they look up a prospect and they see two or three names, they no, no longer know who those people are. So the chances of gaining a meaningful introduction are slim. Simply ask yourself, what do I want to be as an entrepreneur? Would I prefer to be the most connected or the best connected? Okay, so it's a decision that the entrepreneur has to make, um, whether they go for exposure or they want real connections that, that that becomes meaningful okay got it got it you know one of the things you you say is that the profile headline within your linkedin is so so important why is that why is the profile headline so important i i, I love that you asked the question the the reason our headline is is so important is that mac that's the first significant text anyone will see even before visiting your linkedin profile say we run a search for business coaches or any any, any keyword, mm -hmm. then we, people would see your name, they would see a thumbnail and they would see your headline. By, by default, the headline is simply the name of your latest or current employer and your title. So it could be, if you hadn't changed it, it right. could be founder, Mindspace Coaching. Okay. There, there's nothing wrong with that, but yes. your, your own headline says business coach, right. entrepreneur, yeah. investors, and then helping entrepreneurs grow their business profitability and create a better lifestyle. Correct. Why is that better? Because it's a lot more interesting for the entrepreneur than knowing the name of the company you founded. 
Hey, so Daniel, you saying my team did the right thing? You, you, <laughs> when you selected them, you made the right decision. I made the right decision, yeah. <laughs> you know what you're saying there, Daniel? That's how it used to be. You're absolutely right. That's how it used to be. Um, and the danger of that, you're right. People really don't know. You know, they come across your name. It says founder of that. It doesn't mean anything to them. But if there's something that says, oh, okay, I think I'm interested in that, then they can follow through and follow on. I, I love that. I'm glad you cleared that up. Um, and there are people who um, treat their LinkedIn as a CV. And many years ago, that's how it was. If things change now, you say, you say um, don't treat your, um, your LinkedIn profile or your LinkedIn as a website. Uh, your profile like a website, but treat it, don't treat it like a, a CV. It's not a CV, right? Um, what, what I meant by that is that if you're an entrepreneur, then instead of, of just saying, I was with that company between 2015, 2017, yeah. think of your LinkedIn presence, Mac, as a website that needs you to convert your ideal reader. Okay. And, and that means you can tweak your LinkedIn profile to, to there, there, there's three questions I would ask. One, who is your ideal reader? Right. And each entrepreneur could have, you know, their own definition. Some would, would say decision maker in that field and other would, would define it differently. But simply knowing who our ideal prospect is, is half the way there. I was listening to, uh, to an episode you, uh, you released with, I think it was, Ioannis uh, 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 Gratzinopoulos. And, yeah, and he, yeah. yeah. And he, you asked him about two uh, uh, mistakes many entrepreneurs are making. And the first one he mentioned was a lack of clarity or, or vision. Mm. Yeah. It's the same for LinkedIn. If you have no clarity about who your ideal client is, then LinkedIn will not help you that much. Right. Just ask yourself if you could pick between everyone on the, in the world who would be your ideal prospect. And then once you have that decision, the next question we could ask is, Max, say we could make all those people visit your LinkedIn profile now. What action would you like them to perform? Mm. So what would you say? All right. So what, um, what action would be just uh, contact me, send me a message, or click this link, um, learn more. I want them to do something if I'm, if they're the right person. Excellent. So now, now we know who your ideal reader is. We know the type of action you would like them to perform. And for many entrepreneurs, it would be along the, the lines you mentioned. It would be either go to that page or download that piece or reach out to me and message me. Yeah. So now what, what we need to ask is if we enable people to visit your profile, your ideal prospect to visit, visit your profile, are we building your profile in a way that will make them feel compelled to reach out to you and go to macatrum.com or, or visit the specific link you want? Right. And that means you, you show them the information that matters to them. Right. Our, our, our profiles, our, our LinkedIn profile is not here to serve us. It's to serve our reader. Right. And when I when I, I glance upon your profile before reading anything, I see accelerate your business as your banner. Mm. So it doesn't. If I'm not interested in business, I may move on. But the only clients or the only prospect I imagine that would interest you are those who want to accelerate their business. Correct. Correct. So think, simply thinking about your ideal 
prospect and making your own LinkedIn profile prospect ready or prospect uh, um, attractive for the, for the prospect would help you convert them on your website and on your on your on your page the conversion is likely to to happen on your website and not on linkedin hmm wow there's some great insights in that really you know as you're speaking i'm thinking um, we have most of the people listen in and watch this are entrepreneurs some are want to be entrepreneurs so if, if they are still an employee the same thing stands that their profile should be talking to their perspective their prospective employer, that person that might think, oh, I'm interested in this person. It looks very interesting. And the same as an entrepreneur, the eventual buyer or the reader or the prospective clients, ah, I'm interested in that. So this makes sense in saying setting it up the way that entices them to want to know more and connect with you. I love that, Daniel. Very, very good. Very, very good. What are um, some of the myths about you see a lot of people who use other platforms i like i like linkedin by the way uh -huh. but uh -huh. people use facebook they use instagram they use especially facebook and instagram the users eh? linkedin no it's so boring why would anybody <laughs> spend any time there but what people don't realize is there is money there and there's business to be done there and there's con con real connections not fluff there as well right Yes, you're absolutely right. What are some and, of the myths? What are some of the myths that you come across? Maybe five, four. Um, I think that many entrepreneurs who are not familiar with the with the platform would imagine that their company page on LinkedIn is important, whereas for most entrepreneurs, their own individual profile is way, way, way more important. Mm. Okay, if you if you uh, your staff has 20, 50, 100 people, your individual profile Mac is where marketing will happen. For uh, uh, managers who have you know Fortune 2000 companies, yeah, then their LinkedIn page may be important. But by if you're an entrepreneur and, and you're a solopreneur, you you, you uh, uh, want to to start out, we have a couple of, of people working for you, yeah. then the page is not that important. Right, right. Because if, if I asked you that if we were to see the number of pages you follow on LinkedIn, it will be a minimal amount, whereas you would have many connections. The, the, um, the normal action for, for the normal behavior would be to connect as individuals. So John Doe would send you an invitation and you can decide to accept that or reject it. But to follow that person's page is something you wouldn't do for many people. So start with your own LinkedIn profile, forget about the page until you employ hundreds or thousands of people. Right, right, okay, good. That, that's very important to our listeners. And what I'm hearing you say, if you are not a large corporation, big company, a recognizable brand or company, the page is not gonna make any difference because people will search for Virgin, they'll search for IBM, they'll search for uh, you know uh, uh, Tesla, but they're not gonna search for Maybe if a small company, they don't know the brand, they may search for the entrepreneur's name because they saw that entrepreneur speak on the platform or do a blog or, or post something on Twitter. So I get that. that. That's a key distinction there. Fantastic. So one thing I wanted to ask you is this. I, I know LinkedIn is constantly evolving um, and um, 
and improving constantly. And I, I noticed recently, I don't know when it was, maybe a year or two years ago, maybe less than that, you can, can, you can be a connector or is it a creator? Well, there was this terminology my team were telling me, which I, I didn't realize, was it creator or connector or which, which what was it? <laughs> I think you're referring to the creator mode. Creator mode, what's the difference between that and the standard connections on, on LinkedIn? Okay, the standard connection is simple. You, you see someone's profile and you could connect with them. Sure. The creator mode enables you, Mac, to, to switch things around and to say the default action would be to follow me, Mac, without sending me an invitation request. Just to follow you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. The, the, uh, the ability to follow people existed uh, years ago, but it wasn't that straightforward. And, and that, that means that if you produce high quality content yeah. and, you, and you can make people follow you by default and potentially get some more exposure because in, in general, your exposure is uh, um, influenced by the number of connections you have. Right, yes. And LinkedIn uh, claims that more people will find your, uh, uh, your content if you become a, uh, uh, um, if you use the creator mode. Right. Um, it, could be, it could be interesting to, uh, to play with uh, for, for, some, uh, for some of the listeners here, especially if they produce what I would uh, uh, call educational content. Mm -hmm. Okay, the, the, the yeah. transactional content doesn't succeed very well on LinkedIn, but uh, top of the funnel educational content, like asking yourself for, for, for my ideal prospects, what would keep them up at night? And if you say that the uh, um, customer success uh, manager has trouble engaging with their staff or their clients with A, B, and C, is there a way I could produce content around that? Okay. That will make them discover me or my services. And if, and if you do that, then more and more people will follow you, will discover you, and will go to your website and say, Mac, I've been following what you've written for a year and a half now. Hmm. Now I'm ready. Right. So you've, nurtured, you've made them aware, you've nurtured them. And it's taken a year and a half or maybe three months or whatever but that period of time they're watching 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 and there's consistency and that consistency says okay i think this is the this is the girl or the guy for us okay i love that so um i think that's clearer now and so creator and uh connection i think that's create now i want to ask you something one of my good friends um wrote um he, he talks a lot about digital rapport because we know when it comes to marketing or sales especially sales if there is no rapport it's very hard to sell it's very hard to close and by that i mean i get i get <laughs> so many messages saying hey here's my stuff um, do you want to buy it or hey here's my stuff do you want to go and check it out hey here. and i'm thinking i don't know who you are you want me to go and check this out or you want me to buy this or you want me to have a meeting with you? I don't know who you are. And so in that regard, are people missing an opportunity in terms of using LinkedIn the wrong way? Because I honestly, I do ignore it because I'm busy just like you. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, why should I click this link and do that? It doesn't mean anything to me. 
However, there are some other people who take the time and say, hey, Mac, uh, I'm just, I, I like what you did there. I like your latest post. It made a lot of sense. And, um, and keep doing it. And then they'll hit me up again in a, few, in a week or another couple of weeks and say, hey, by the way, you know what you said that, you might want to check this out as well, blah, blah. And, and, and they build in rapport with me. Eventually, we take the conversation offline. And we're on, on Zoom or we're on the phone and we're doing some kind of business. So I just wanted your take on that because I... Uh, I like the, the both examples you, uh, uh, you mentioned because it's, it, it's logical for many people to want to build a rapport before they do any meaningful conversation with you. Mm. And, and, and LinkedIn has, I'm afraid LinkedIn has not changed Mac, the way our brains are wired. Right. Okay. So even before LinkedIn, before social, before anything online, we needed to know, like, and trust that person before spending our time with them. I'm not mentioning other resources. So the fact that you can automatically send a thousand message to people and two of them will convert mm. makes some people it, it's uh, um, tempting for some people to think that's a long-term strategy but what happens is that out of the 998 people who have not converted your brand looks way less interesting it looks more spammy it's not thoughtful whereas what you described simply reading in a genuine way something you um you shared or something you you wrote and relating to that is a makes a lot more sense because you could convert double or 10 times more in less time but instead of just shooting a thousand random messages to to people say it doesn't make sense and and i, I think it it, it to, when you build a pole in the long term it's a great way to accelerate your growth and to make your business grow. Mm. And I think this is where people need your help to actually get help them to use LinkedIn the right way, especially as an entrepreneur, use it the right way. And like you said, you can actually now double or quadruple the number of people that you can connect with and do eventual business with. Hey, by the way, Daniel, for those who want to connect with you, um, and maybe want to learn more about the strategies you have that has been helping business owners for many years. What's the best? What's the best way? Do you have something for them? Of course. Thank you very much, Mike. If they go to my website, that's danielalfon.com. In the homepage, there's a giveaway, a freebie, that will help them make their profile headline shine. We discussed your profile headline earlier. So that cheat sheet is simply uh, uh, before and after exercise that will make them make their um, turn their LinkedIn profile headline into something that is likely to convert more people and make them more attracted to us. Awesome. Yeah, because I think, okay, I love that. So that's danielalfon.com. We'll put a link in for, for people as well. And on the web, so they can download this freebie and it helps them their headline shine because that's the first thing people will see anyway right and yes. if they don't get past that they don't get past the headline they don't see anything else that that you have so i think that is so so important very 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 important um and um i just want to say if you're listening in or you're watching um you are listening to and watching the business success show with me mac atram and the linkedin expert daniel alfon all the way from tel aviv 
Israel. And so do like, do comment, do share, do subscribe, whatever is relevant to you on whichever platform you're on right now. It's great. Uh, before we go, I'm going to see if there's any last words from Daniel. He's given us some golden nuggets already that we can use as entrepreneurs. And if you are listening to this on a different platform to LinkedIn, maybe you're watching YouTube or uh, you're on Instagram or Facebook, don't forget, if you're an entrepreneur, the, there are many platforms that your ideal clients could be in on. And if they're on LinkedIn, find a way of attracting them. If they're not on LinkedIn, then fine. But you'll find that it's a hidden treasure trove that can be mined as well. Daniel, any final last words before we finish? Thank you much, Anna. I love that what you mentioned about if our clients are there, then we need to be to be there. It's not whether we like it or not. It's a, it's a business necessity, if you like. Uh, maybe if I can suggest something for, for our audience here, um, is to try and keep in touch with people before they need anything from them. Mm. Sounds very simple, but when I when I look at uh, at your profile, I see that we share uh, two two or three names. Say so maybe one of them I haven't been in touch for a year. Now there are two options. One is to move on, and maybe down the road in six months or two years, I will need something from that lady or that gentleman, and then I'll knock on the door and say, "Remember me." I'd like you to introduce me to X uh-huh. or we could message that person outside of LinkedIn and ask how it's been and make, do it in a genuine way. Right. And what will, what will happen is that if we manage to do this, you know, in the, for the next two or three years, simply by messaging twice or, or three times without needing anything from them, I promise you that in three years time, we'll feel a lot more. It'll be a lot easier for us to reach out to them. And they're going to treat our request or email or whatever it is we did in a much nicer way because nobody likes to be remembered only when we need them. Mm, That is very, very powerful. And you know, as you're speaking there, it took me back to the many years that I've been on LinkedIn. And I'm not saying I'm perfect on LinkedIn. I've got a lot to to learn. I've got to download your stuff. I've got to watch what you're doing. I've I've got to listen to you. Uh, And and very much that's, that's what the platform was. It was a networking, digital networking platform. Um, and, um, and today what you've shared with us is some, some nuggets to take us back to that and say, hey, this is about human interaction and you caring, not just being needy when you want something, but actually staying in touch, networking, and eventually that can come to fruition in one way or another. I love that. So uh, Daniel, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I want to say for everyone watching and listening in, thank you for tuning into this particular uh, podcast uh, where we've been talking all things LinkedIn. As you know, we don't have much time, but if you want to learn more, study more, and actually make this beneficial to you, then check out Daniel Alphon, danielalphon.com. Download his stuff and check him out. Connect with him. Let him help you. Matt Catrum, bye for now. Daniel, thank you again. Thanks a lot. It's been a pleasure to be part of a business success show. You're most welcome. Thank you for gracing gracing us with your time and energy.